What is your favorite anime? Uh, mine's Skrillex. Skrillex. I'm so distanced from human sensibilities and stuff. Was getting caught part of your plan? Mochunda! Put your tray tables up and your seat in the full upright position, because this is The Flight Plan, the official podcast of Big Guy For You, Scanlation, Japan's number one Bane posting manga scanlation podcast. Join the flight crew, Tom and Naden, as we bounce about all the anime, the manga, and the scanlation content. What are we talking about today, Tom? Today we're talking about uh, scheduling and the importance thereof and uh, breaks, taking breaks. Well, um, I would normally jump right into it, but as always, we have a segment scheduled beforehand. In this case, it's not the corrections corner because we were perfect last week. As as we Um, always are. But I'm introducing a new segment. Uh, I I don't have a catchy name for it yet. I I need a second S word. Right now, the tentative title is Sudoku segment. Ooh, okay. And uh, you should be worried because you're on the chopping block. I've got a. I've I've got a call. I've got to call you out in front of millions of listeners right now. So previ- for <laughs> previous fans might uh, Previously know that the, on the flight plan. The current tally is we each are responsible for one Sudoku, just um, a past crime that we've committed and have yet to atone for with mathematical suicide, right? And now I believe you have earned a second tally on your Sudoku counter. Well, we'll, we'll let the, uh, the judge decide that, the judge being me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm judge, jury, executioner, and prosecutioner. <laughs> uh, so your your high crime, I'm hyping it up too much, but your high crime was at the end of last episode. You added that line, or I said that line um, that they play in front of animes where they say, like, this anime is brought to you by these following sponsors. And this is where I clip in that line from the soundboard? No, well, you don't need to, because you've already ruined it. I don't, I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> Because the whole gimmick with that is that, A, you say it in front of an anime uh, at the beginning of the show, right? Where it's showing the lists of the sponsors on the screen. That's even kind of like what the or what, like what the script means. Brought to you by these following sponsors that you can see on the screen, right? And you put it at the end of the episode, and we don't even have sponsors. And we don't have a visual component. You blew it. I'm sorry. All right. So I'm going to go through and I'm going <laughs> to deconstruct all of this. This is time for, this is time for the... <laughs> this isn't even the defense part portion because that implies that I'm wrong. It's like I think it was Sunny where it's like, why do we have to be the defense? Because because you're because we're the prosecution. It's like no, nah, anybody who's on defense, I always believe that they're automatically guilty. It's like <laughs> <laughs> in this case, it's true. No, no. So um, one nobody listens is past the uh, uh the the part the outro the the outro is always an extra little bonus. Two, it was already explained in the. <laughs> post show that comes out three five days later i had even actually thought about putting it in the opening on uh one of the videos on the actual i think i talked about this in one of the maybe not the last episode but one of the pre or post shows where i said i did a video intro for the podcast with the, with right. the opening theme song with all the different clips that we took the sound bites from but i can't use it because of technical reasons but i was thinking of doing that and uploading that by itself and including that as a little thing where i do a mock-up little screen like that so I think it fits in perfectly to add on to my argument. We're not going to have sponsors for another 10 years. So it doesn't particularly matter. The joke has to be used at some point. I think well, it's just not, not completely incorrectly. I mean, it would be one thing if you did put it in the right spot. But so, I mean, so like, there's we'll nothing about it that was correct. The entire episode was the opening was the OP to, to something, to a, to a real show. <laughs> to the next podcast that you turn on. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, no, no, no. I, uh, okay, so with YouTube, I you can object. run post-roll ads. So after the video ends, no, it'll automatically no, roll into ads. We don't do ads. that. We don't do that. So we don't have sponsors either. <laughs> well, either way, um, I think if it great. makes you feel better, I, I think it's fair to give you the full Sudoku tally, but maybe I'll take a half because this was the first episode that I did not listen to before we released it because uh, actually both of us were running late last weekend like with our respective releases you with the episode editing and me with the mm. scanlation so by the time that time no because generally you give me like on Saturday the file and you're like hey how's this sound but you gave it to me two hours before my normal um, release date or release time and I was like ah shoot I'm like uh, knee deep in scanlating right now mm. but that's okay well the point is I think it was fine anyway I think I'm still gonna put it one. On, um, 
<laughs> I think I'll put it on the intro video whenever I release that, whenever I edit some more of that. And I'll just put in know. a sponsor there, either sponsored by, I don't know, big guy for you, fan page on Facebook or something. Who knows? I think the main offense is that I'm self-conscious when it comes to hearing myself yeah. speak, especially Japanese. Well, we so know that. For you, to, for you to inflict that upon me, that's maybe a third tally. <laughs> That's a, that's a tally on your own for your lack of self confidence. This podcast is uh, building up, building us up as, uh, as uh, this is basically our training before we run for office. Oh right, it's gonna, yeah. It's going to be Tom and Aiden, twenty twenty eight. Oh, interesting. I'm in the I'm in the president role, eh? No, it's going to be a co presidency. Oh, cool. Just like um, no, I can't think of any examples. We'll be the first in, in world history. <laughs> No, it's like uh, chancellor and president or whatever the difference is for all those places. I think they have a king, at, like Britain or something. Ooh, I think they have I'll like be the king, queen. you can be the president. Okay, I mean, the president has the real power, right? Uh, you know, actually, I heard like the queen actually has theoretical rule over everything. Like she can veto a law that she wants, but as soon as she enacts that power, like their Congress will initiate to remove her from power. Right, right. So it's like, <laughs> it's so like stupid. a, uh, yeah. So it's like, for, it's like the Samson save option. It. Yeah. You save it for the one really, really bad law. Although I feel like lots of them have passed, but what if she wants to veto the whole legal system and oh. all elected politicians and elections in general. That would be the smart use of that power. She veto veto her own expulsion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really weird. Like so so she vetoes and then they vote her out, but she skips a first step to save the veto from when they vote her out for using the veto that she didn't use the first time. Oh, I'm I'm getting confused already. This is like this is like a time travel indie film where is, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is season five of House of Cards. We we've segued too much. Uh, unfortunately, I had a really decent segue lined up. From I'll, I'll take the uh, I'll take the controls of the plane back. You know, like in the like flying games where you have to like fly through loops and like, like the, rings? get the points. Yeah, you have to fly through yeah. the rings and get the points. Well, I'll fly yeah, through the next uh, ring that is the comments corner where we just we got oh, a right. bunch of cool comments today from from all of our good friends. Uh, on the Touch Fluffy Tail uh, review that we did of Cinco San, uh, we have PewDiePie who commented. Uh, <laughs> and, Bro fist. <laughs> no, this is actually his name is the fake PewDiePie, and he says, oh, "I love this. Fist. I love this blanken manga!" Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! And it's like, <laughs> I, I, he, he used a word that we can't use on the Christian Christian podcast, but um, it's we great. should we should like censor uh like say Heck, some kind Heck of like him. oh Hacken's actually a really fun word. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking say some kind of like Jesus quote or something, but there's no like yeah I, I don't know. I love I, this I don't know, wholesome no. manga. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, yes, this manga is indeed fantastic. And he's like, me too. But me too is not actually related there. But I'll take it anyway. He said, recently there was an update of chapter 17. Have you read it? And I was like, yeah. Oh, man. I, I went and read it. It kind of like highlights something. It's like, why can't we all have like a fluff waifu to make us umeshu or whatever it is? It's like their liquor with like fruit. It's like after a hard day work, and he and no, uh, I actually he, don't he, know. He he replied, "It's my biggest dream is to have a cute little fox in my house with with their fluffy tails and ears, and I think we can all relate to that." Yeah, that's relatable on a um, <clears throat> on a very deep fundamental level, mm -hmm. an existential level. If you if you remember the ongoing saga of figuring out uh, this listener's name, Nikki says you either enjoy reading BG for use in pages for Tom's jokes, or, or you get out. And uh, mm -hmm. that being beautiful. Said, Another entertaining podcast. Thanks for all the hard work, BG, for you. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I personally love and I prefer your groups and pages since it's easy to digest and funny. Uh, this is also how I came across the podcast. And God damn it, Aiden's still butchering my name. <laughs> or uh, I'll bleep that out. Pro I probably said, uh, Nicholas Kai, I think is how it would be yeah. pronounced. And I said, haha, oh no, how do you pronounce it? And, and uh, Nikki said, I actually pronounced it correct for a brief moment in TFP number seven. <laughs> So I went back and listened to that and tried to figure it out. So I'm going to go with Nikki until I hear otherwise. We also These got... comment corners are, are too real for me. Uh, the, the fact that anybody listens and could potentially enjoy this, I, it's, it's, it's unsettling somehow, I think. <laughs> uh, Nikki also says uh, on um, the Why You Need to Watch Chio-chan clip, if, uh, if a hentai artist makes hentai out of his own manga, does that mean it's canon? Uh, to which well, I, say, I think it is. I like to think so. Uh... 
Yeah, I I would I would consider it canon. Yeah, that's weird. I never would have thought about that. He's got one that's similar, um, similar looking to Chio Chan, but it's not on her way to school. It's on the way to a store. It's like a comedy one. Um, if it's not the same character, then it's not the same universe. Correct. Or I mean, yeah. the same canonicity yeah. i think it was also done before chio chan so i think it was almost like a prototype it was like a right it was like a one shot where it was it was hentai one shot it could be that it's like part of the same extended universe yeah it could be that would make some, <laughs> that would make some sense i mean because people in chio chan uh, manga are all pretty crazy anyway so you never know could be i like to think it is there's going to be a crossover avengers manga with the two characters yeah, the most ambitious, the most ambitious yeah, project. Yeah, <laughs> one IP made by one guy and another IP made by the same guy. Very ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, hentai and non-hentai worlds colliding. That's Would probably pretty, like yeah. a first. Well, in official releases, possibly. Oh yeah. I mean, because like, what would what is hentai otherwise like an official world that's off the rails? I don't know. This yeah, is... I, I I don't know because like, and, and there's also the, the whole confusion with the word doujinshi because uh, like everyone's like they call hentai doujins doujins, but doujins like a fan work. Which my understanding right. is it has to be derivative. If you just do like a hentai manga with OC characters, that's not, not technically not a doujin. Yeah, yeah. There are. But like we still call categories. it. That, right some like, people in, in do. english some people just say like the the manga uh yeah i don't know it's very confusing i need to consult with um my hentai dojin expert friend mm-hmm. you know maybe we can get him he, on he and he me. can uh be a guest star and be a special <laughs> special episode yeah a very special episode a very special oh. episode with uh with pervert so maybe um we'll have to schedule him in for a visit oh i see what you're doing with that you know when <laughs> when we're talking about scheduling guests it's also very important to schedule manga releases, isn't that correct? Yes, it is. And um, my my previous segue that I had in mind was Sudoku segment talking into um, uh, a potential Sudoku tally uh, candidate for me in which uh, the dates always confuse me. But the day that this podcast releases should be the day that the next Antarctica Girls chapter comes out. And that's two weeks behind the initial uh, oh. expected release. So... I've kind of flubbed that one up. Womp womp. (laughs) That delay is kind of what inspired this episode topic. So sadly, when it comes to any kind of like, not not fan activity, but like any any kind of like, what's what I'm looking for? Like elective Uh, hobby type thing. The the quote like, oh, real life got in the way. You know, that stupid thing that everyone Mm -hmm. always says when basically it means, oh, I'm too lazy. And here are my uh, weak excuses. (laughs) This is what we're about to get now. Weak excuses for being lazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, very strong excuses. I, I don't know. I don't want to come out with excuses. It takes time and doing two chapters in one week sometimes is tough. This is actually the first time I've had to put off a release. Uh-oh. Now it's going to be a, a habit. Yeah. So I, I do worry about that. Like, um, Yeah, once you miss one. Like you're breaking the seal kind of thing. Yeah, like, it's like going uh, to the, the gym. The floodgates are open. How's that? Well, it's like when you when you skip a day, then you're like, oh, I can skip another day. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Not a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so I mean, I really hope that. I feel like I won't ever skip a full week with no releases, but this week I, I will be only finishing up Antarctica Girls chapter. And oh, I so won't we're, be we're not getting out. a Tsurugi chapter this week? No, no. Oh, no, sadly not. Oh. Now I will issue you a Sudoku strike for that because <laughs> that's something well, that I, I, I did. To read. I did warn in the, the last end page. I, I did say uh, we might have to be taking a break this week. Well, so at least I mean, there's like there's I said some in the warning. Like I said in the episode about end pages, I don't read end pages. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, and probably most people don't. But it's yeah. there for those who do. What what really uh, upset me, and when I was scanlating um, Antarctica Girls, because it's like it's maybe halfway done right now. Twice I've lost my progress because my computer did a forced restart on me mm-hmm. without telling me in advance like i woke up one morning all the pages that i had like half edited but hadn't saved yet which was i guess a mistake you know i lost all that progress so that was kind of discouraging so i've been kind of putting that one off for a bit and that's why i need to do it this week basically Mm -hmm. yeah well thanks bill gates (laughs) yeah that 
Who's who's the who's the new guy there? Balmer. Is that? I thought he was Apple. Steve Steve Balmer is was the He's... second in command of Microsoft for a while, and then he became oh, the CEO okay. when Bill Gates stepped down. But I think recently, within the past couple of years, they've switched it to some Indian dude. Really? Yeah. I thought I thought Google was the Indian dude. I think they're all now because they're all Probably. owned by parent companies now. Like the reason they picked not Microsoft. Uh, I don't know. I know. But, but I know Google's Google owned in by particular. Um, yeah. Alphabet. Yeah. So that's where all the real everything goes on. So the the CEO of Google is basically like a figurehead. Like he Reggie for Nintendo of America. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, sure, he's probably capable in his own right of doing whatever, but probably barely privy to even the actual machinations of what's going on at you know with their world domination and, and stuff yeah so it's like yeah it might be interesting as a footnote like that the ceo of google is an indian because like you know it's kind of unexpected it's an american company but like the parent company alphabet's actually run by lizard people like you would expect Re- reptiles is the official denomination or, when, or when you look on the census when you look on the census <laughs> yeah. it's reptilians yeah <laughs> Well, there should be a new census coming out, what, in 2020? Yeah, it's every is that decade. What it is? Oh, really? Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah, like every four since, years. No, I think there are some different, like there's the big census, I believe, is every decade. Right. I think there's like local ones and things like that and any special censuses and things like that. So let's get back to scheduling. Sure. I don't have any, I don't have any segue to that. I'm just trying to stay on topic. That's okay. We, we rarely use actual segues. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about scheduling? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, anything else really I have in terms of reasoning behind my scheduling is kind of like an excuse. Let's... Oh, you know, my fingers hurt from using the mouse too much because I need to go to like some kind of finger doctor. I feel like uh, Deku, you know, like when he flicks his fingers and like yeah. they turn all purple and die. You're such a strong <laughs> scan later that just when pressing the keyboard, like it, you used up all of your hockey and like broke your finger on it. <laughs> Yeah, all my Naruto chakras are uh, expended. Expunged. Expunged. That's not it. Expunged is the word. Yeah, but expunged is like if you expunge something from the record, get rid of it. You Mm. like delete it. So my fingers are deleted. My chakras are deleted. Delete this. In terms of um, future Antarctica Girl chapter weeks, which we we have one in two weeks as well, I hope that I don't make this a trend where I have to skip a Sword Girl chapter, which will basically be every four weeks. But we'll see. I mean, I'm going to try hard from here on um, to not have to do that. But I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you just have to do that. But I, I think the important thing is as long as I get something out every week, I think that that's probably a pretty good baseline because it is important to have a baseline standard when it comes to setting right. a schedule. And, you know, and, you are like a, a one-man deal with all the scan sure, sure. stuff. So, I mean, you see all these other groups that is like, oh, LH scan produces like three chapters a day. And it's like, okay, yeah, but they have like 12 people. Well, I ha- have seen this one dude and I- I have the intuition that he's a one dude operation. He puts out like, it's kind of sporadic, but it'll be like seven chapters a week or something. It's like, dude, you're insane. When he gets the so, inspiration to, to do it, he, he goes full yeah. out. I was in a thread, I think it was yesterday actually, where the guy's like, I'm going to, I'm going to start a scan group and I'll do, you know, uh, 40 pages a day. And it's like, okay. okay. I mean, you could, it's possible. That's, yeah. That, <laughs> does he mean by himself? Yeah. So like clean typeset yep. translate, yep. which you can absolutely, you, you can, can do that, but you're not going to be doing anything else. Like you have to be <laughs> yeah. 100% neat. And what's worse is like, yeah, you can start that and maybe, maybe you'll do that for a week. It's like with when that, we're talking in the learning Japanese place. It's like, yeah, you can study like 200 characters in in a week and get it done really well. But you're not going to be able to keep up that momentum because it's like just it's so much energy to do that. You need a physical break. You need to pace yourself. It's a, it's a yeah. marathon, not a sprint. Or like that has to be your job or something like that. Mm-hmm. You have to like be if, a if it's your free you time hobby. Yeah. So that, that's so stupid. And you said he wanted to snipe. Oh, uh, well, this was another dude in the thread. This, yeah, I'll, I'll read his post. He says, I kind of want to make a scan group that exclusively snipes other scan groups who's, who are taking too long between releases. And it's like, okay, that's a lot of effort for something you're going to get tired of after one release. It's mm-hmm. completely so, ridiculous. So, like, like, imagine the scenario. A, it's super far-fetched that he would even create a group that would do that and go through the steps of actually putting out one chapter. But then his whole business model, quote-unquote, 
is to a be an NTR jerk and like take from other like groups that are working on their projects. I mean, granted, nobody owns a monopoly on any one IP. It's an honor code type deal. Yeah, it is. And in terms of consistency for the readers, like every group uses like different fonts and stuff and like mm-hmm. uh, translation quirks and all that. So it, it wouldn't make sense. So let's just assume that he assembles his Avengers and that they put out one release. The whole premise is that he has to work really quickly. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> It's like we're going to design um, a model that's designed from the ground up to encourage burnout on our part, basically. Not only that, and, but it's like... Yeah, and the community's going to hate him for it because he's sniping other groups. And it's the opposite of like a uh, like an advantage edge in business. It's you, you start a company when you're like, oh, we can get this product cheaper and we can sell it for less price. like, And so we'll make yeah. a big profit. He's like, I'm going to buy a product uh, that's more expensive and sell it for less is basically what he's coming up with and it's like okay he's looking at it he feels like that's a robin hood type thing to do like you know i kind of feel like he's like i'm gonna bring the translation to the masses because these big (laughs) big scanlation is taking too long on a free product that i read yeah it's like dude it's like free like calm down and now maybe he's got a point for groups that like because i've seen this where somebody will draw like somebody will drop a manga and you won't yeah. get anything and like that's sad that's and i wish someone i mean would to pick, pick it back up, up and that. do it yeah that's a noble yeah but like like what is taking too long is that like they're a day late or it's like yeah. there's multiple chapters out and they release one a week is that what you're doing maybe or it's, or it's like, maybe it's something like how my Antarctica Girls chapter is like two weeks later than the normal, quote unquote, normal release date. Maybe something like that situation. I mean, maybe. But, but I feel don't like you have a big enough. All the big well, ones that, that's a niche one. are yeah. going to be out like the couple days afterwards, is what if they're not like. like the next day. Yeah. So it's like, let's set up a <laughs> s- scenario. So the Raws come out on Thursday. The sure. scan group starts translating them. And let's say they're late a day. Is that where he activates? And then he's got to do like three days worth of work before the professional scan later group comes out with this that's, so a, he's gotta that's find, a really good point he's got to find a manga <laughs> he's got to find one that's late first of all and then yeah. he's got to do all of the work before, before they finish what's yeah, left of theirs yeah and then, and then snipe them on it it's like that because that's what happens with all the big popular ones like kaguya uh wants to be confessed to is like out like you know pretty quickly yeah is he gonna go after like smaller ones like Antarctica Girls where it's like oh it's been it's been two weeks like it's time to it's time for me to man up and then in his free time he's gonna scan late a couple pages a day and then put it out before like you're done with it like it's like well it can't be it. a couple pages a day even in his best case scenario it's gonna be like 20 a day it's the worst it's like the dumbest thing I, I well the thing is i bet you he's never scanlated a single page in his life and he like it, i'm not gonna say it's hard but it does take time and there's it a takes craft time. to it yeah and we so, talked like, to this before you you can't if you've never done it i guess you think yeah it's easy you just you just say i'm doing it and then it's done like i, I don't know <laughs> it's just done you're like yeah i did yeah. it it's like it's done but like how about you like become a scanlator first of like maybe a new ip that hasn't been scanlated yet and then you just release stuff quickly and people like you like come on what i just i understand where he's coming from but it just seems really uninformed and naive to me mm-hmm. no well it is and I, and I think that naivety is like definitely where it spawns and then again this is not a serious thing we're, we're deconstructing it like he's serious but i'm sure it's just a joke because he's like he says i kind of want to make a scan group yeah okay so it's like <laughs> i thought he was serious this whole time well i mean <laughs> it, he he got the replies as if he was serious right but well and he just got a whole podcast segment as if he were serious yeah but well it gives us content to talk about sure, and, sure. and then he's getting like he's, there's actually some resp- resp- replies and one guy's like that's a lot of effort for something that you're gonna fail at some guy said please do like please make that and it's like the guy who's saying please do doesn't have to do any extra work he just gets his manga quicker like he doesn't yeah of course like, this guy says I'd be willing to typeset and maybe clean if you give them a week after the raw is released. Oh, so it, like it, snipe after one week of yeah, lateness. Yeah. So like, are you gonna have a uh, like a big database of tracking all the big <laughs> releases? Like this is so much work. Like uh, like a minority report, like the the screens with the you know you're moving your hands all around. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you're a like classic movie. Through, thing. Like a ball rolls down and comes into your hands. It's like, oh no, Naruto is late. Like activate activate the team. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> everyone like looks down at their pages they're like at work or like uh i don't know something yeah it's like uh, <laughs> it calls up it, 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 
they like uh, jump out the window and like land in the back cave. This guy says, yo, it sounds like a good idea. I'm down to do it. When do we start? Like, start what? Like, what You're never going to. I guarantee yeah. you they'll never snipe one chapter of anything. <laughs> and that and that guy, obviously, who said, when do we start, obviously didn't get any replies because it's not a real thing. Like, Yeah. He's an ideas guy and a bad ideas guy. <laughs> yeah. And then some, some guy said, he's mocking him. He's like, let's kill other scan groups by making faster scans than them. <laughs> like oh i think he meant like literally kill them (laughs) (laughs) that way we could snipe all their projects if we literally if we we just kill all the scandals we're just gonna kill them (laughs) there you go (laughs) no it's hilarious yeah but i thought i thought that was just very topical since we're talking about um scheduling today and i think you touched on something earlier we actually did a uh, scheduling thing in the post or in the prequel series that we did where we were practicing podcasting that's for the ultra paywall members. You have to pay $99 a month and you'll get access to those. Yep. But uh, I, I went on a small autistic uh, triad about, um, you know, just the importance tirade? of scheduling. Tirade, yeah. Well, I only read things. I don't go outside and talk to humans. No, I'm, I'm asking if that's what you're saying. Probably. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's more for my edification rather than um, correcting <laughs> you. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's like I talked more about um, just the importance of having a scheduling. It kind of gets you in a, it puts you in a professional mindset. Oh, that's what it was. I remember talking about this where it's like, it's the difference between being a pro and an amateur where it's like a pro treats it it's a mindset thing you know to treat it as work to actually get something out on a on a schedule and i think you you covered that well by saying you know as long as i'm doing something every week releasing stuff doesn't necessarily have to be every chapter is out the week it comes out you know as long as there's something out you keep that momentum going. It's like with your Anki reps. I remember, I'm going to put you on blast for this. I remember sometimes when you weren't doing your Anki reps all the way, uh, you're studying your flashcards, if anybody's just tuning us in. To keep the momentum going, you'd sometimes just study one flashcard so your graph wouldn't go all the way down to zero. I've been doing that for like all year, basically. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it's it's like the same type of thing. It does keep you mentally tethered to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you still pull up the app every day and showing up is half the battle. Like uh, Scott true. app. And so, sometimes I do end up doing like a streak of like 30 or something, especially recently. I've been trying to get better at that. Yeah, well, Scott Adams of uh, Garfield fame, his thing is systems. <laughs> the far side. Of the far side, yeah. Cow tools. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> his thing is like, I go to the gym every day, but my goal is not to work out. My goal is to just get dressed and put one foot into the gym. And He's like, sometimes I get there and I just get in the gym and I'm like, well, I did it today and I walked it right out. I didn't, I didn't do any exercises, but most nice. of the time you get in there and be like, well, I'm already here. I'll do one set of something. And it's like, well, I'm already done. I've already completed. I already get the dopamine rush of completing, but I'm already here. Might as well do some more. And I've actually kind of adopted a little bit of strategy like that with my uh, workouts where it's like, okay, I'll, I'll get through like four or five exercises i'll do you know benches curls things like that i'm like oh but i'm really tired today i'll just do a couple more and then leave and i don't do my whole routine but i still i'm still keeping it's still the mass i'm still yeah exactly so it's like i can feel much better about it and i'm still and maybe i wouldn't be growing at the pace that i would like to be growing but i'm still i'm at least maintaining you know my strength so that i think that's what it's all about and and yeah that's what I, I, skin um, is about. I actually do something like that too with the work sometimes um like i, I just say if i just show up to work to Today, it's good sometimes you know i just walk in say hi to everyone and i just walk out like mm-hmm. and that's what i say like on my um pace stub, or my um when i have to file out my hours i say look i showed up that's enough it, it's showing up as half the battle yeah <laughs> so i should at least i'm entitled to at least half of the pay <laughs> yeah oh that, hey i like that argument you should be there with me when i'm uh, exactly arguing that's my high verbal iq <laughs> no but i mean i do make light of that in all other situations like all the, the example situations that you gave i think you're correct i mean i, I do agree with that philosophy oh uh, well one thing that this is a hard segue i suppose but one thing that i keep okay. seeing on all these scanlation groups and like anime groups and and uh, they all have discords we have a Discord too, but it's just to record things. No, we. Oh no, let's. I don't know. Yeah, don't see, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, <laughs> let's get more fans, and then we can. Well, not just that, but I don't like group. Discord. Yeah, Discord I know, to me is but... like so unwieldy. It's uh, like clunky and like uh, cluttered. Uh, it's 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 a very. It's kind of the opposite experience. of all that. 
No way, dude. It's a visual nightmare. No, no. What are you talking about? It's pretty, uh, I mean, it's pretty symmetrical. I wish you could change the, the UI of it, like the scaling in some places. That's what I mean. Everything seems like it's poorly proportioned and laid out. Maybe bloated Ugh. might be a word. Yeah, that, but, that's but a, actually a word I was looking for. The UI is bloated, not, but the actual piece of hardware is well, pretty sure, streamlined. It might be, yeah, and, I'm sure and, it's good. And useful, but like everybody seems to be doing it. It's like the modern day IRC. and Except uh, they share all of your data and they sell it. And, yeah. And then they also read all of your logs and listen into all of your conversations. Yeah, but um, let's just let's do an IRC instead. Possibly, but then I don't use that. So that's a. I always wanted <laughs> yeah, to. Either. I always wanted to to be like one of the old serial experiments lane, like IRC Lehaxor type of like, hackers. Just like, the movie. Yeah, like just knowing all the commands and like people talking in, in IRC. It was like the early earliest chat rooms. Like that seems so fascinating to me. That was always a culture that was like I was just a couple years too young to like be aware like to how to do it. Like I was always aware of IRC and like I've been on IRC before. Obviously. Obviously, like to like that's how people used to download manga raws and things like that and like even scan groups would actually release on IRC and I think some still mm -hmm. do but those are Probably. holdouts of before you know manga decks was around and, and people They're just the upload guard. yeah that was like way before the time when uh, you have to use peer-to-peer -to, -peer to get your mangas because the file sizes were too big like now image <laughs> hosting is super easy yeah I mean think about it like you couldn't host all those images like yeah I remember having like my free website geocities type deal and they had like a like a 50 megabyte limit of the data you could your entire website could do and like that's like less than a chapter if you're going to do any type of resolution that reminds me i forgot i wanted to set up a geocities one day for big <laughs> for you yeah that'd be funny <laughs> That would be uh, amusing, but yeah. So I was thinking, uh, sometime we'll do like if we ever get really popular, we'll I'll put out the link to the Discord. Uh, but like, I, 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 I don't have I to, to use do, it. What I want to do is I want to join the Discord groups of all the other scanlators and see what's up and see what put my keep my hand on the pulse. What and, uh, what 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 do you even do in a scanlator? discord i think you it's just for, like, like the group? post memes oh okay because oh. they invite fans in it's to build it's community building is what yeah, it is i guess so yeah and it's like building fans it's like talk to talk to your fans and you're like oh no we need somebody to scan this page today does anybody want to scan this or you know oh that's kind of cool yeah yeah it's like a resource as well so and you can talk to other scan leaders and be like oh i'll use this tool in photoshop to clean that or or what's this sound effects called? Then it's like, oh, that means pomp. Oh, there should know. be like, instead of individual scan later discords, why not? Why isn't there like a, a core central one? Uh, well, like... there there might be one that's like the biggest, but you also get the Tower of Babel syndrome where you're going to have all the egos and things and it's going to be so busy that, that nobody's going to... Yeah, but it's going to be so busy that you're not going to be able to find... There, there exists a perfect balance. A lot of people, but not everybody. Right. We need you know to join I mean? a um, scan later circle then. Like, well, uh, that's, that's what I mean. Like, team up. That's, up with that's like what the Discord is for. The coolest scan later groups around. Like, like, um, a, like an Illuminati coalition yes, between. Yes. Uh, yeah. So if, if you guys know any cool scan leaders that want to join the scan Illuminati. If you know anyone in the actual Illuminati who wants to uh, fund us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. George Soros only gives us uh, so much money. We need some more. Yeah, I need more money, more we shekels. Need to di diversify our shekel portfolio. <laughs> invest in memes. We, uh, I was gonna say we could invest in the manga minute. <laughs> well, yeah, that would have been a good segue if you didn't say. Uh, well, I was really. going to say you could have just said. Well, it. I, I heard you inhale, ready for like I was, uh, I was anticipating maybe a superior segue. Oh well, or something less forced. You were anticipatingly wrong. <laughs> Well, this is the uh, this is that time of the hour where we're gonna go through and we're gonna talk about the manga minute. We're gonna talk about the manga that just recently got an anime. Uh, Actually, it just finished. Oh, did it? Yeah, season one just finished June twenty yeah, second. Yeah, I'm way out of like the anime crowd touch. I don't know. What's That's going why I'm on. here. I'm still waiting for it. They just announced the uh, a movie of Konosuba, but not season three. So I'm waiting oh, for cool. that. This Mega Minute, we're talking about Hina Matsuri. So, what is Hina Matsuri about? One night, a strange object falls on the head of Nita, a member of the Yakuza. Inside the box is a strange young girl named Hina. She has tremendous supernatural powers, and Nita finds himself reluctantly taking her in. 
Her powers can come in handy for his Yakuza business, but he also runs the risk of her using them on him. Haha. <laughs> Not to mention, if she doesn't use her powers, she will eventually go berserk and destroy everything around her. Nita and Hina's strange life together is just beginning. <laughs> Practicing my like, cheesy radio voice. It's just beginning. So what wacky antics will they get into? Tune in next week to find out. Oh, but this is this. You know, I I give the cheesy intro, but I actually really, it really enjoy this manga. I started reading it probably around like 2007 sometime, but like early. What? Ha- it's that old? 2017. My bad. I forget. Oh, as, okay. as a okay, boomer, okay, okay. like I still think it's 2000. Like I've, I've like never left that. You know. If only, dude. I know. The golden years. I know. Now it's like I'm, I'm going to be saying 2007 and 2027. Like it's going to be out of my. I can't wait. I don't know when it started. Actually, I think I it was probably even before that. It was probably 2016. It looks like they just updated on Kiss Manga. They they put all the chapters in in 2017. So it's mm. been slowly updated there if i feel like it updates sporadically which is which is too bad but um, it might be a monthly manga i i actually didn't do prep to find out the release I, of the I actual haven't done manga any any prep like that as well but <laughs> i have read it i have read all all of the chapters and, and it goes up to uh like about 78 80 chapters with uh you know a sprinkle of omakes in in, in there so it's a good afternoon's worth of uh manga to read and I absolutely recommend it. Now it's it's super hilarious. So you you heard the description where where Hina's like this uh, alien girl. Actually, I believe it's uh, you might get a little bit of spoilers in here, but I'm not gonna spoil anything too crazy. Actually, I believe they're from the future and they go Whoa. back in time. Yeah. And actually, that was just that was talked about in, early on in the series, but they actually just did a chapter recently explaining the future and how oh, I, and how actually all the friends are connected. And like it's kind of like a one of those paradox things where I feel like they created themselves. Or I'm not I'm not exactly sure. Right. I do speed well, that read. That's cool, actually. And, I thought they I, were, it was like an alternate universe. I only watched the show. Oh, and, you haven't uh, seen any of the? You haven't read any of the manga? I was one of my questions I, I read, was how far have you read into it? I read one chapter of the manga, and it was like chapter forty, I think. The bartender girl. He told me, well, we should talk about the show. Like it's like it's kind of slice of lifey. Um, it mostly re- uh, revolves around like a couple what middle school age girls some of whom are, I guess, from the future, some of whom are, like, normal. And um, it, it, there's a strong dad daughter kind of vibe here. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's like... Yes. Well, because... I, 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 because what? Well, I don't I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, he does adopt her as his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, uh, like, that's episode one, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes further than that. Like, he introduces, like, to, to his uh, Yakuza buddies, he's like... Mm-hmm. Some of them think there's all I mean, there's all different chapters of different antics, but eventually they just believe that he, or she's his daughter and his he tells his family like he, he looked after her because her parents were gunned down violently in the Yakuza thing. But and <laughs> yeah. then but then later he they, they get drunk and it's like something slips out and he can't hold it together. So they actually believe that she's uh, his biological daughter and they they welcome her into the family uh mm-hmm. he goes to the parent teacher conferences he i mean does all oh that. does he that's funny yeah and uh <laughs> and and so she's like um she's very aloof not a little bit of sociopathic but not in an evil way just like kind of in a way like oh i don't when she goes to school she just sleeps all day yeah. She only goes to school because she likes the lunch there. Uh, <laughs> like, just doesn't doesn't make any friends, but like friends like her because of her aloofness and things like that. And so eventually, she even and, uh, and she's very ambivalent towards Nita. But uh, even even later on, like she develops more human emotions. Actually, you know, comes to see him as her dad, which is great. Early on, they send back another girl from the future, another high school age girl from the future, to take back Hina. And, Is that uh, Anzu, the blonde one? Yes, yes. And yeah. uh, she she ends up failing because they they do a game or whatever, and it's like she ends up getting stuck. Uh, she she can't go back home because uh her, she like loses her little transporter thingy. Yeah, and so she ends up becoming homeless, and uh, <laughs> yeah, which is just hilarious. She gets adopted basically by like a group of homeless men, which in a less wholesome manga that would go south. But yes, this if, one, this, it, they, if this was drawn by a uh, Chio Chan's guy, we we don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> But, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and, I like her arc. Friends. It's funny. And she's like the absolute opposite. She is compassionate, hardworking, especially because she she's now homeless. And then eventually she gets mm-hmm. adopted by like a restaurant couple because she yeah. helps them out. And like she's like always about cleaning and everything like that. And then one day, like Hina is 
out on a field trip and Anzu comes to stay with daddy Yakuza and he's like oh my god what did I do in this world to get stuck with the wrong girl like this is like the <laughs> yeah. perfect daughter and like it's a running thing even even in like late chapters in like chapter 70 he's like he's uh, complaining like I just wish she would see me as a father and everybody thinks she's, he's talking about Hida but he's talking about Anzu like, he's like please you're the best daughter oh, you're the great. daughter I've always wanted like <laughs> It's hilarious. I, I, it's, there, it's there's great. a third girl also from, I guess, the future. She like ends up on like a deserted island, and she has to like, uh, was it Castaway? <laughs> yeah, she makes a. Cause see, they all know each other from like the future. They all grew up together. All the psychic girls, uh, with with power. Basically, it's like telekinesis, but super strong. And I don't think they can. They can fly a little bit. They can float and do things like that. Uh, but they all grew up together. And when I forget what the girl, the third girl's name is, but when she like something crash lands on a deserted island and makes little Hina and Anzu head floaty balls with out of like <laughs> coconuts. Yeah, it's like Castaway. <laughs> it's fantastic. There's a uh, shoot. What's her name? It's uh, Hitomi. Is the high school girl, or actually middle school girl, is is uh, where it starts. But there is this will be a spoiler. There is a time skip later on where they oh, skip cool. three years and then they're uh, they're older in high school. Oh, that's cool. I like. Yeah, that. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna have to actually read this, dude. This is a great this is a great series. It really is. Uh, Hitomi like through different shenanigans and mistakes ends up becoming like a bartender. And then, yep. like a construction worker manager, like an office girl, and then eventually like every single job, like yeah, she and has then, like five different jobs. And then eventually, like she becomes like CEO of like a big firm in Japan, and <laughs> it's like they don't realize she's a high school girl, but they just think she's young looking because you know the Asian girls are like that. Oh, but, uh, really? I, I guess that makes sense. I I don't think they ever really explained how people kind of don't question that. I don't yeah. think they ever explained that. In yeah, that, I mean, people just don't question it because she's so competent. In fact, um, right. her her dad was working overseas, but he gets fired or their their company goes under. So he comes back and looking for work and she's on the board of directors that's interviewing her dad <laughs> for the job. But her dad, like, it's like a cognitive dissident thing. It's like, what? And he's like, she's like, no, I think you're thinking of somebody else. Like, like and it's like, he can't even tell his own daughter, like. Oh, dude, I'm going to read this. Yeah, this and, is good. Uh, so he's like, talk. He's they, they come, they come home and like, they're all having dinner. And he's talking about how, what a, what an amazing woman his boss is. Like, she's she, like how capable it is. <laughs> like, and, and the mom knows. And uh, yeah, she does. Yeah. And so there, it was her choice really. Cause uh, like he told me, tried to like show her her lavish new lifestyle to her mom in hopes of her mom saying like this is ridiculous you're a kid you can't do this and then her mom's like kind of sold her out she's like wow you have all these successful powerful connections you need to keep doing this yeah because because we can't provide that for you so i see yeah. now what you were doing wasn't to rebel it was to build a better life for yourself i'm so proud of you like it's like no i just wanted to be a normal girl <laughs> Uh, the the, uh, the one chapter I did read um, was when she went to like a boot camp because she went to America. She was supposed to do like an English class, but she ended up like through some kind of hijinks. She got stuck in like some kind of army boot camp. She thought it was like a really hardcore English, like hands-on kind of class. She's learning like all these swear words and like how to talk Fire like some rough army like, guy. Yeah. yeah. Apparently she's really good at shooting. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's like a military person now and she just thinks she's... She still doesn't know to this day that she's speaking like very coarse, vulgar English, like just swear yeah. words all the time. <laughs> and it's like she she goes later on in the like this is one of the later chapters is uh, she goes to America and uh, she's talking to executives and just like swearing out. The, and, it's like, <laughs> and then somehow this will be a spoiler for like one of the most recent chapters. She gets exposed as a high school girl. So the company like so she resigns because she wanted to get away from it all. And it's like she saw some bad things in the future and didn't want to like go down that path anymore. So she tries to avoid it. Somebody comes back from the future and they're like, yeah, you become president and you destroy <laughs> the world. She goes, she leaves and goes to Florida to go sunbathing. And then like somebody like starts talking to her there. And so she's talking to Americans with this absolutely vulgar accent. Anyway, she ends up becoming CEO of uh, the world's largest telecommunications company in Japan or in, in America. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. So it's like youngest CEO president. Yeah. It's like she doesn't know. Like, so she's like destined to somehow just like power just comes to her. And she's like a high school girl. So she's she's actually a normal human is he told me. 
and uh, so her friends with uh, the main psychic girls, and it, it, it's overall just a just a fantastic manga. There's so many funny things where Hina will get kidnapped by gangsters for uh, like a ransom, and Nita will be like, um, yeah, Nita will be like, oh, like let me talk to her on the phone. He's like, all right, are you? Whenever you're done playing around, just come on home. We're having dinner. And he's like, don't you care about your daughter? And he's like, no, not really. <laughs> like, uh, that, that's actually um. That's something that I kind of wanted a bit more of from the manga, from the show. I, I, I thought it would be a lot more focusing on the father-daughter relationship because um, I have kind of an analogy here. You know how like video games trick your mind into thinking you're successful or like, you know, like porn will like yeah. trick your brain into thinking that, you know, you're successful sexually. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think shows like what I thought this was more like would trick your brain into thinking you're a father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you have like a wholesome relationship with like a kid. Yeah. Like uh, I saw a little bit of a show Kumamiko, which had a similar feel for me because it's like a bear who's like basically taking care of like a girl that and he, he can like talk though. That one, they kind of sexualized her a bit though. So I mean, if you're into that, then you know, that's what you're into. Well, they're sexualizing but, um, young girls to the point where not even I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Or something like Yotsuba. There was a show a couple seasons ago, Mitsuboshi Colors, oh, yeah. which was just like three girls. And it's like, it's kind of like wholesome, like Slice having life, a kid simulator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's like they, they actually, Japan, even the government just came out with the uh, marriage simulator anime where they're talking about getting married. Oh, what's that? Like I, might, that. I, I don't I, remember I might, what it's I called. Might, uh, watch that. We'll have to have one of the passengers point it out because I, I can't remember it, but I keep referring to it. But you you are in luck because there are 80 chapters and there are a lot of moments like that in the manga. And, mm, and there's just good. so many fun things about this manga that I just can't cover them all, which is great. So it's still a reason to go and read it or watch the anime or anything like that. I mean, I don't know how, how far. Do you know where the the anime stops? Have you, have you uh, it, it actually stops right when that third survival, survival girl Mao, she's like in China and then she is about to go to Japan and that's kind of like the last episode. It was mm. really weird pacing. Yeah, that seems interesting but because like that was basically she was only in like two episodes and like she has no interaction with the actual story it was kind of like like a, a prelogue kind of a prologue kind of thing setting us up for like the next season yeah if there is one i'm not sure what chapter that is that might be about halfway through the mangas that might be like number 40 or 50 or 30 somewhere mm-hmm. around there uh did you actually see the kidnapping arc where like no Okay, I don't think so, so maybe that's even way before. Yeah, I maybe think it's earlier before. than that. Yeah, so you might have like 60 chapters to go through if you Yeah, want that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, I, Honestly, though, I, I, I think I would recommend the anime for those episodes. Just because the early chapters, the art's kind of rough coming from an anime perspective. I don't think so. See, I I love the art, even even early on, and I think it's what what makes it really good is the art in the manga. It, it, yeah. It's it's older, not not like '90s old, but like just it's it's years old enough that you're like, oh okay, I can see this was a little bit older. It almost mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of the guy who did um, Angel Densetsu and Claymore because right. that's the same dude, but. Uh, just the way that their faces are but then it quickly comes into what you would modern day see of like anything and it's not even like the 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 art models change it's just a little bit of different colorization and things like that but i think it's fantastic early on and there are there are a lot of uh parents day episodes and just all sorts of fun stuff that you can do i read it in a i reread it this week in it in an afternoon so you can definitely oh okay you can definitely go through it yeah i might do that this weekend this is actually the at least the early chapters i don't know who translates it now so maybe we'll do a corrections corner next week if i remember uh mm-hmm. but this is actually from our friends at norway scans uh no, people who translate norway it. yeah so it's like you'll see it because they like to troll and they'll be like oh norway or for exclamation like sound effects, they'll replace it with Norway. Like you'll have to send me a like link that. to that because I saw two different um, scanlations of chapter one, and one of which was really, really bad, like really low quality, and the other mm. was pretty normal. But I didn't see a group name for either one, or I don't remember a group name. Well, if you one. ever see them talk about Norway, you have a pretty good <laughs> idea of uh, which scan group it is. I I read most of mine on kissmanga.com, and that's where I found the ones from uh, Norway scans. Okay, so. I'll check it out. Just I don't know if they're any quality. I don't. It's hard for me to tell the difference between quality scans and not, as, as long as it looks visually appealing. But uh, right. 
right? Norway scans are the people who did it on on Kiss Manga, and I I recommend it. Overall, you can watch the uh, anime. You can watch uh, which which is weird because when I first saw the clips of the anime, I didn't realize Hina, the main psychic girl, had blue hair because early on in the manga she has black hair, and and it's drawn in a lighter color. So for some reason, I just always thought she had brown hair. It's really hard to tell, mm. you know, when you're looking at like color wise, black and white. Of, yeah, of like what hair they're supposed to be. But, well, some manga or I mean, some anime do take liberties. Like the new JoJo, he's wearing pink when his more canonical color is blue hmm. so i mean you know they, they do sometimes do that in anime to kind of mix it up yeah well absolutely i i uh i absolutely recommend it looks like we it's got it's mm-hmm. got two recommendations from the two, two big guy up. for you stars four thumbs that's, up that's the highest because yeah we each have two and that's the <laughs> Four out of four is the highest uh, the canonical four rating. Four, it's got four it's U's got four out of four. U's. Oh, it's got four U's. So, so absolutely. I don't think you're going to get a higher recommendation than that. Oh, man. We need, talk, we need to learn how to seg you. Yeah. Well, talk, a train wreck of a, of a seg you and uh, a plane wreck of a that. Uh-huh. <laughs> And you could find us here. I'll, I'll do it because I'll so, do this real quickly so, and nicely. So when when our plane crashes, you can you can open up the black box and where would the block where where would the black box say you can oh, find us? I like that metaphor. That's pretty cool. Where can you contact our loved ones? <laughs> <laughs> uh, podcast. You can find it on podcast feeds, um, Anchor.fm or YouTube. Just search it on apps like Podcast Addict, and you should be able to find it. You can search uh, for the Flight Plan Podcast, or you yep. can find Big Guy for You, which is the letter four and the number U on YouTube. <laughs> it's the letter four, the number <laughs> U. You got it. <laughs> uh, the mangas uh, gab.ai slash Big Guy numeral four letter U. That's where I post links to all the manga if you want to download them. Uh, I upload them to Mangadex. Most sites will scrape them there. Uh, if you want to reach me either on Gab or probably Mangadex comments because I read those. Any and other I re- site, I might I re- not read them. And uh, I reply to everything on YouTube. So yep. if I see it. All right. We nailed it. Boom. We stuck the landing. But no, because we're going to crash it with no survivors. Well, you can't really. We land, we stuck the landing. Now we're taking off again. <laughs> and now we're going to crash the plane. With there the were two, with no two heavy crosswinds to land. So we have to do a, a, a go around. And on the go around. <laughs> One of the engines failed, and uh, oh, we had to crash this plane. What's that airport in like London or something, or somewhere in like the UK where like the oh, crosswinds yeah. are crazy? They always like land at like I think ninety it's degrees. It's in Ireland, I think, but I'm but I'm yeah, not that's, sure. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what we're doing, except we're not landing. We're crashing. No, it's the wind's blowing us over, and we're crashing <laughs> with uh, no survivors. Well, I think no we survivors. talked last time that one person sur- or one person's in the wreckage, but everybody else. Survived. But no, um, no, the quote is we're gonna crash this plane with no survivors. <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> That's the with, next step of his master plan. <laughs> Crashing this plane with no survivors. With no survivors.